0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to In the Doll World, a show spotlighting the passion and the people of the doll community. With your host, Georgette Taylor, former vice president and co founder of Big Beautiful Dolls. Join her as she talks to fascinating doll artists, customizers, avid collectors, redesigners, authors, and all the people in between as they share their journeys give us glimpses into their processes and what propels their passion and drive that help to keep the doll world moving and shaking. Welcome to the show. To In the Doll World. I am your host, JoJette Taylor, and as always, I'm so excited that you're joining me today. We have such an amazing guest. I'm so excited for you to get to know who she is. Um, her name is Tamika Spencer of Tamika's Paper Arts. She is not only a doll collector, but she is an amazing paper artist. And I just want to welcome her to In the Doll World. Thank you, Tamika, for joining us today.
1: Hi! Thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> yeah, and it's been exciting uh, looking at your looking at your art and the things that you create with paper. And I just really thought it would be such a great opportunity to have you on the show to share, you know, what it is that you do. So, again, thank you for being here. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, into uh, paper art?
1: Um, it's very
0: weird. <laughs> okay. we're all, we're okay with weird. It's all right. <laughs>
1: Well, it started, it's, it's a couple things. Um, a friend of mine, uh, my close, she was my next door neighbor for a really long time. She actually started taking me to some of her card making classes because she makes handmade cards. Mm -hmm. And from there I started, um, I started doing the classes with her and I saw a lot of really creative stuff there. Like, the paper flowers and just stuff that you do when you're scrapbooking because the, the lady that we went to she scrapbooked and she did cards mm-hmm. either way they had a lot of stuff there right. that you could use so that's part of it another part of it is um Lori Lent and I you guys interviewed her a while back.
0: She's amazing, amazing repaint (laughs) artist. We love Lori. Yeah, she's really cool.
1: Yeah, she's amazing. Um we've been friends again for a long time. And so um we kind of challenged each other. There's a paper artist by the name of Asaya. I can't remember her last name right now. She's an amazing paper artist. And we both shared a love for her work. Mm-hmm. And I guess we didn't realize it until we saw her work. I think I posted it on Facebook. And Lori was like, oh, that's amazing. I used to do this. And I was like, oh, my God, I've always wanted to do this. <laughs> so... We ended up posing a challenge to each other for about three months. We're going to pick an idea, we're going to work on it, and then we're going to post it on social media. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of really how it kind of happened.
0: (laughs) So when you decided to do the challenge, did you know that you were going to do specifically wigs or were you going to do all types of things through paper art?
1: Oh, I had no clue. So how
0: did you end up doing wigs then?
1: So, well because the lady does paper wigs that's what we decided to do Mm -hmm. um he Lori said she knew how to do it i was like i wanted to do it i didn't know at all how to do it i did play around with making like wigs for my dolls with regular hair and stuff and with yarn and that kind of gave me a basis of okay I can probably just layer on the paper just how I actually do the yarn. Okay. So that's kind of where I decided okay well let's play around with this experiment. Um, I did try to research just to see like if there was anything out there at all, which there really wasn't. <laughs> so everything I've kind of learned and kind of played with is all through experimental okay. um, stuff.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times that that happens, you know, when you're when you delve into something that's new and a lot of people are not doing it, you tend to have to try to make things work on your own. You know, and just craft things that according to how how you how you create something. So I think that's usually just how.
1: That's just how it works.
0: (laughs) That is definitely how we roll. So when you uh, create, so what is the process for you first um, to start creating the uh, the wigs for the paper art wigs for for dolls? What is your the first process that you do when you when you start to do that? Do you sketch out how you want it to look first, or do you? You know, you just put stuff together and, and, and the idea comes from that.
1: It, it works different ways. A lot of times it's according to how the idea comes to me mm-hmm. to begin with, because it might be a photo shoot that I'm really wanting to do. And I'm like, oh, and then I'll do some research. Like one of the shots that I've done was of a water photo shoot where her hair is supposed to look like she's up in water mm-hmm. or so I tried to see what that kind of looked like, and then I tried to mimic, and so it it just depends on exactly what inspires me. and then from there, I might draw it out first. Okay. um, not all the times. do I draw it out? Sometimes I do. It really depends on what the actual idea is. But I try to do a little bit of research as far as how the hair looks. And then I'll go from there. Okay. So for that one, it turned out really cool. I kind of liked it. And my hubby did the background for me.
0: Very cool. It's always always cool when you have your your you know your partner can help you uh, along in the process. You know. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's always pretty cool to work together like that. Uh, when you do that, uh, are there any a certain type of paper that you use? You know, does one paper work better, uh, or or is a little bit more you know forgiving than another type of paper, or does it make a difference for you?
1: Um, for me. It doesn't. I tend to use just, I go to Michael's a lot. So I use mm-hmm. their cardstock, okay. their regular cardstock mm-hmm. um, with the flowers. When I hand make the flowers, I use the company's paper, which is um, they're called heartfelt creations. Mm-hmm. Um, I use theirs cause there's, it's a little thicker. And okay. so it makes it easier to make the flowers with their paper, considering they're the company that makes the flowers.
0: Right, I understand that. So,
1: um, but for the most part, I just use regular cardstock.
0: Okay, all right. Is it a certain thickness to the cardstock that you use or is just...
1: No, whatever's on sale at Michael's. <laughs> I, kid.
0: I kid. I wasn't sure if, you know, a certain weight, you know, produced a certain look, you know, or something that was thinner, curls better.
1: It does, but I... Experiment so much that I just use whatever is on hand or whatever I need for that particular project. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been experimenting, well, I haven't done it as of lately, but I will be since it's summer. Um, And there's a company called Rock Paper, and their paper is basically made out of rock. So it's, um, you can get it wet for the most part, it's kind of waterproof.
0: Wow, really?
1: Yeah, really interesting. So, that's I've cool. yeah, <laughs> a friend of mine actually turned me on to it and she was like, you should use this. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so I ended up ordering some like last year
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I made maybe about two or three using that paper. And that paper's a little bit thicker. So it's a little bit more difficult to lay on the, mm-hmm. the head just right. because. And it takes a little bit longer to glue on there, so I okay. it will take me a lot longer to use the rock paper than it would regular paper.
0: Okay, I get that. And you have to, you, I guess you'd have to figure out how to uh, how to manipulate that. Right. You need, and that, that yeah. process will take a little longer for you. Yeah yeah do you um the other thing too i was thinking about vellum paper i love vellum i used to use it a lot when i uh, would write notes and you know when i, I was dance <laughs> consulting a, a long time ago until when i would make like things to showcase when i would go to expos or things like that i would use vellum paper a lot you know to write either notes or kind of share how people can use vellum to be a little bit more romantic you know if they want to write a note or anything so have you thought about using vellum do you use that on on Wix? i guess i think that would be interesting
1: yeah. I do cool I actually I use them more in the flowers because sometimes I might need like a hibiscus which mm-hmm. might need like a thinner kind of layer yeah. to it and it it's a little bit more see-through so I would yeah. use either vellum or like um, cray, cray paper before. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that should definitely get you a really nice look to it. Cause the side kind of translucent in a way and it's very yeah soft looking, but it's still, you still can, uh, it's still malleable, you know, that you can do yeah. things. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. when you, how long does it take you to do, like, just say your average, the average week that you work on, how long would that take for you to do that?
1: Um, it might take about a day. If I'm working on it constantly, it would be about a day, or maybe two days. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not, I would normally span it out within the week, a couple hours during the, a week. Because um, I I actually use some ram wrap. So I've been trying to make one for my giant Rainbow High doll.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So I use the ceram wrap and I make a cap. Right over the head. Okay. Um, I usually use Mosh Podge and just mm-hmm. paint it on there. I do one layer, let it dry, then do about six more layers, six or seven. Wow. Um, and then I let that dry. Then I layer tape over it. And then I do about two or three more coats of Mosh Posh. So this is what I end up with. So when I'm done with that, then I technically start layering um, the hair. Okay. And this is one I'm still kind of working on. Um, I make a base for it first. Mm -hmm. And then according to what the idea is, I'll start using curls and stuff
0: Mm
1: -hmm. to figure out where it's going to go. Yeah.
0: Like that, when you started that. And the fact that you're going to end up with the full wig or what the other things that you want to incorporate, how long did that take you, the process right there?
1: That this one, um, so far, maybe about seven hours, maybe eight.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's cool. You work on all, all, all size dolls, mm-hmm. 12 inches and up, right? Mm-hmm. Which size is, is more um, time consuming to do?
1: um integrity dolls been working on one of those I guess because she's so small that it's been a little bit difficult trying to figure out the size of hair to make it look like it's hair not like too big um that one has been a little bit of a challenge I love working with I started working with my Imple dolls because those were the ones that I kind of started to collect first okay um, My very first BJD was a dreaming I think she's called a doll a dreaming doll or something like that. Um, I adopted her from someone else <laughs> but um, my dolls I love are normally Imple house so I, I love working with those.
0: Because the heads are a good size for you?
1: Yeah, they're comfortable. Uh, the the cutting board that I use cuts the right size. Yeah, so I, I love working with them. Okay. Um, recently, dogs. I've been working with K Wigs. I love them, too. <laughs>
0: okay, cool. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting you said about Integrity Dolls and their head being really small. Nobody really thinks about, okay, Even though you're putting paper wigs on them, they still have to look believable. So the size and the, the strands and the strips have to look normal to you right like it fits her face and so I didn't I really didn't think about that until you said that (laughs) how intricate it has to be so it's it's always that thing you know where you you um see somebody do something like oh yeah I could do that and then you realize all the technical aspects that go Uh into creating something and then you're thinking yeah no maybe I won't do that (laughs) yeah think on so many different levels right of what Uh that is going to translate into So did, so did that take you a long time to figure out like when you were working on different size heads, like you may have had an idea about what you wanted to look like. But then when you started working on the head, you realized that, that that style will not fit, will not fit that doll because of the, the width of the paper.
1: I discovered that I actually have made one that's human size and I'm kind of working with one now. Um, I kind of was playing around with the idea of having it ready for the show, but I just couldn't make it work. (laughs) Um, But I discovered it when I even tried making a human size wig because our strips have to be a lot bigger than theirs is. And so I had to just figure out the variation of it to see what would actually work um how i normally curl my curls is different from when i have to curl my own for the human wig and oh, wow okay yeah it's 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 a lot of things that like you said i i didn't think about it until i actually had to do it and when i did it that's like oh that works okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah trial and error right oh yeah <laughs> So now you just, how long have you been doing this? Like been, you know, working on the, the wigs and and having them photographed and promoting what it is that you do?
1: Um, It started about four years ago. I've been photographing my dolls forever because I've been collecting since I was young. And so photography for a while was my main focus, but then it moved on to the people wigs and I I love making them. They're really fun. <laughs> We
0: could we could tell you're having a good time because (laughs) it's fabulous, you know. I just think they're really cool. So since you've been doing uh, photography, obviously, because you do you have been doing doll collecting and you've been doing your the paper art wigs. um, uh, What are your goals for the next two years in in your journey in doing the paper art wigs?
1: Um, There's a couple of them. Um, I've had a a teacher, a close teacher of mine, mentioned. working with cancer patients and doing like paper wigs for kids. And I've seen a lady actually doing stuff like that. So I've always wanted to kind of connect with her and play around with the idea of maybe doing something. So that's always kind of in my back burner, list right. kind of wishlist, thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's only been four years and really I'm just, learning and I feel like there's so much more that I can do to um, make the wigs better because although they're neat there's times where I'm layering or I'm having difficulty doing Mm -hmm. something I'm always trying to perfect how to kind of mainstream the wigs so yeah. they're not going to actually have a problem yeah. when i give it to out to clients right,
0: right
1: um right. because i'm not always going to be there to be able to fix it and put it together and so right now i'm just working on trying to figure out how to mainstream them um mm-hmm how to layer the, the paper properly so it's not looking awkward in some spaces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's really just working on it.
0: It's just, I think a lot of tweaking here and there, you know. Like yeah. The process a little bit easier. So, yeah, I understand what you were saying about the being able to um, perfect it a little bit more so that when it goes to the client's, it fits the it fits the doll the way it should. Then why it would be something that is really important to you to make sure that that they're
1: happy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they're happy. So I see you have another beautiful doll. So let's let's see who that is. Oh she's yeah, she's a raccoon
1: doll.
0: That's so beautiful, Tamika. Really. Thank you. Yeah. Now, do you have you have names for each design that you make?
1: Oh no.
0: <laughs> Be cool. They, they should have their own names, your own designs. Like each wig should have their, have its own name.
1: I, no. <laughs> it's, just, it's a great idea. It's just, it's so funny because when I was younger, I had Barbies and I had like each one named and I had probably about like 130 that were out of box. Each one had a name. I knew who each one was. And now you couldn't pay me to figure out which doll is which.
0: But each design is so unique and beautiful. I'm telling you. Think about it. Just think about it. That's all I'm saying.
1: All right. I'll think about it. It's just, it's a lot.
0: And he's like, girl, I'm just trying to get some wig done. You know? So I, okay. I no, I totally understand. I, I was just thinking about it because I they're so beautiful and I I could see me saying, hey, I want to order, I don't know, Nikki or something. I don't I don't know what they
1: Right. Yeah, I mean I know there's a lot of people who love their wigs and they name it and take care of it and all of that. And that's great and I love it, but I don't think I'll be able to remember names. <laughs>
0: So how do you how do you go about showcasing your art? And uh, have you been to other doll expos? I mean, I know I know with COVID, it's been kind of crazy. People are going out, but some people are still hesitant about them. You know, going to big events and things like that. So, how, because we've been in COVID for the last two and a half years, pretty much, how have, <laughs> how have you been showcasing your work? And and uh, and and where has it been? You know, seen at.
1: Um, I've been featured in a couple magazines. Mm-hmm. Um Fashion Doll Quarterly did a mm-hmm. couple articles on the work. Nice. Um I normally send in my work to the Stan magazine as well. Um there's a new magazine that kind of came out. I mm-hmm. believe their name is Endora. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been able Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've sent some of my work there as well. Um I haven't done it lately, but I will be getting back into the swing of things. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, also, I've been featured on Doll Magazine. They did an article about my work. And also, I've done a couple um, art exhibitions virtually through uh, art number 23 um, exhibitions. In fact, I'm waiting to hear from one, hopefully, soon. Okay.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So instead of just just going into just dollars, expanding into the art part of that as well.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool.
0: I like that. It's very nice. I did see your uh, your work in Endura Magazine. They did a oh,
1: okay. They
0: did a beautiful uh, layout. Yeah, they really did of yeah. your work. So it's um, you. you know, so I- I'm just happy that you that you're getting out there more and that people are seeing more of what it is that you do, because I really think what you do is just really beautiful. And, uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your journey. And I'm excited for other people to see who you know, to see who you are and what you do. And you know, the art that uh, that you uh, that you showcased. on dolls, I think it's really so cool. It gives them another dimension, you know, to to their collection, too. It adds something else to their collection when they could put one of the wigs on you know, that, right. you create, that you create. So thank you so much for bringing that into the dog community. Oh, thank you. Well, you're so welcome. So where can uh, people uh, find you and, and find out a little bit more about uh, the paper artworks that you create?
1: I'm on Instagram, Tamika's Paper Arts. Also, you can reach me at tamikapaperarts at com, And I'm on Facebook as Tamika
0: Spencer. Okay, great. Thank uh, you so much for your time, Jamika. And thanks so much for being on In the Doll World with us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Hey everybody. Thank you so much for listening to In the Doll World. Please don't forget to share our podcast with other Doll enthusiasts such as yourself. And if you would like to leave a message on how you enjoyed the show, or you want to suggest any guests that we should interview, as well as share information about what's happening in the doll community in your area, please know that you can reach out to us at georgette.inthedollworld at gmail.com. Also, if you want to see some of the photos we will be posting of our guests, as well as the dolls that they talk about on the show, please visit www.inthedollworld.com. And until next week, add a little play into your life by collecting a doll, sharing a doll, or giving a doll a home. Until next week, thank you again for listening to In The Doll.